0: 888 8, 8, 2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog no, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Simon, from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, episode 310, I'm going to be talking about how to create a blog sales funnel. Are you blogging for fun or is this a business? Or do you plan on making money from your blog and, or your business and turning it into a business at some point in the future. If that's the case, then you're going to have to sell stuff. Yes, I said sell stuff. But too many bloggers who claim to be building a business aren't doing what they need to actually make money. They spend lots of time creating content, which is great, but there's no clear sales process. Well, in this episode, I'm going to share the process that I'm going through right now to create my blog sales funnel so that I continue to create content, but i each piece of content is like a marketer in my business I want to share these tips with you so that you can take your business and blog to the next level so the blog sales funnel that's what we're going to be talking about today how 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 are you doing I hope you are having a fantastic day I hope All is well in your world. And I'm excited about this piece of content. I want to apologize in advance for my voice. It probably sounds just a little different than normal. And that's because something weird is going on in my throat. But it's all good. I'm here to deliver some quality content to you so that you can continue building and growing your blogging business. And today we're talking about all about Sales Funnel. And I'm just going to jump right into it. Let's talk about sales funnels. First of all, what is a funnel, right? A funnel, I, I, I actually looked up the definition because uh, I, I wanted to share where the word sales funnel came from. And a funnel is a tube or pipe that is wide at the top and narrow at the bottom, and it's used for guiding liquid or powder into a small opening. You know how it works. You wanna get something into a, a bottle that has a small opening, and instead of just pouring the water or pouring whatever it is, you put it through a funnel so so that you have this wider section at the top. It's easier to get people, get not get people, <laughs> but get whatever that substance is through the top And then as it goes down, it gets narrower and narrower and it's not as easy to get stuff through a small opening. But because you have this funnel, it makes the process easier for you. Now... A sales funnel is kind of like that conceptually because you have this uh, visual representation of the journey that customers are going through. So it's, it's depicting the sales process from, get these two words, awareness to action. From awareness to action. If you're a blogger and you are building a business, you're going to need awareness. You're going to need people to, to find out about your blog and to find out about your content and to find out that you have this valuable resource that can help them accomplish their goals or overcome the struggles or whatever it is your blog is about. Whether it's about teaching someone to blog like me, whether it's teaching someone biology like I used to do, or whether it is teaching someone to cook or to clean or to whatever, you are you are going to need to make people aware of your brand, aware of what you're doing, all right? This is why we're on social media. This is why we optimize our content for search engines. This is why we put stuff out there with the hopes that people will find that stuff. Now, just like with a funnel, it starts wide at the top and then it gets narrower as you go down to the bottom. And what I mean by that is you're going to make at the top, you're just making people aware, all right. And the idea is you want to get as many people as aware as possible because that's going to be the easier part. Getting them through that that big top, that wide top is going to be much easier than having them make the decision to to join your email list or having them even further make the decision to buy whatever it is you're selling. So the awareness starts with the content that you create, the stuff you put out there, the things you do on sh- social media, your, your, your content showing up in the search engines, and all of the efforts that you make to put stuff out there, and you, you're kind of casting a wider net, and not in terms of your focus, but in terms of the amount of people that you're trying to reach. And then the action ends with the purchase. And if you think about it, in an ideal situation, it's not just one purchase. Maybe there's a an intro level purchase, and then you, you have a higher level purchase, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. As you build out your blog and your business, you build that funnel out. But here's the problem. Here is the problem. And when I say this is the problem, I am not saying here is your problem. I'm actually saying, yes, here is your problem, but also... Here's the problem that I've had. And in some ways, I still have, and I'm trying to rectify the situation. The, the problem is, too many bloggers don't start with the end in mind. Here's what I mean. I mean, we just go out there and create content because this is what we're excited about. This is how we put value out in the world, and we want to help people, which is great. That is exactly what we should be doing. We should be creating that content. We should be helping people. We should be putting value out in the world. We should be changing the world one blog post at a time. But unless you have a clear goal, unless you start with the end in mind, you're not going to be accomplishing what you want to accomplish ultimately, which is growing that business. All right, now this is something that I've been thinking a lot about because as you may or may not know, one of the things that I decided to do is focus a lot on video creation. I post new content, um, new video content, every single weekday. Now, I've missed a few days, but I, generally speaking, that's what I've been doing, and I've been refining the process to make sure that I get to the point where I don't miss any weekday. But in the process, I, I, I realize, man... I'm running around like a chicken with my head cut off just just trying to get just trying to pump this content out. But I didn't fully think through my overall strategy. And because I didn't fully think through my overall strategy because I was just trying to get to the point where I'm getting these videos out there on a regular basis. People were watching the videos, but it wasn't resulting in any kind of action. And that's the problem. We don't st- we so many of us don't start with the end in mind. And what this episode is about is about flipping that on its head. Starting with the end in mind. So that yes, as you create content, as you put out that value into the world, as you help people all over the world, you are also accomplishing your business objectives. And the beautiful thing about that is as you do that, as you grow, as your business grows, that's going to enable you to put more value out in the world. It's going to enable you to get the help that you need, get the support, build a team, and invest in the resources that you need in order to do a better job at serving your audience. And that's what you want. And it's not just, I don't want to make it seem like it's all about that. That's That's the biggest part, yes. But another huge part is, listen, this is how I feed my family. You know, this is how I am able to do the things that I'm able to do. This is my business. And as a business owner, it's my responsibility to make sure that I am attending to the needs of my business. So so the problem is too many of us don't start with the end in mind, and we're going to fix that right now. Now, the assumption that I'm going to make is that where this is concerned, you are building your blog as a business like you're in this to make money with your blog i'm gonna make that assumption because all the stuff that i'm teaching about sales funnel i mean it it, it's related to building that business now you can apply the same principles if you're if you're you if you're doing this as a nonprofit or whatever the case might be um but I'm going off the premise that you're building your blog as a business. All right, let's go through the steps. How many steps do I have here? One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, six steps we're going to walk through. Step number one. Step number one, we want to start, we, we, remember we're going from awareness to action. I want you to start with the action. I want you to start by thinking through the action and planning for that action. In other words, I want you to start by asking the question, what do you want your audience to buy? What do you want your audience to buy? Yes, I'm saying focus on that first. And there's going to be a there's a there's a very clear reason why I say to focus on that first and we'll get to that. Okay, so now let's talk about that thing that you want your audience to buy. This can be a product or a service or i mean that it, it could be one that you create one that you provide a service that you provide or one that you want to promote as an affiliate now especially if you are getting started uh, promoting a product or a service as an affiliate is a great way to get started making money with your blog here's why you don't have to actually create the product you don't have to actually provide the service but you can start learning about how to sell with your blog by promoting something that already exists so it takes the headache off of you of having to stress out about creating something or 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 providing a service and to focus just on your content and the sales process. And once you have that down, you can then move on to creating your own product or providing your own service, which is going to take your blogging success to the next level. So you want to ask, what do you want your audience to buy? Now, that thing that you want them to buy, I want you to get very clear on a few things and this won't be a surprise to anyone that's been listening to me for a while. You want to answer the question, who is it for? Like what's your customer avatar or I, or as I like to say your ideal target person. I want you to get specific. Who is he? Who is she? What is his or her goals? What what are they trying to accomplish? And in trying to accomplish what they're trying to accomplish, what struggles will he or she encounter? I want you to think through this because really what we're trying to do is not just sell. What we're trying to do is serve our audience by promoting products or services that are going to help them to accomplish their goals, to overcome their struggles, all of that good stuff. That is what we're doing. So I need you to get very clear on who that person is. All right? So that you can know, number one, I mean, the the next thing you want to know is what problem that product or service will solve. Once again, you got to be very clear on this. I want you to take his or her goals and struggles into consideration. So for example, I'm going I've I've I just go- went through this process again for what I am doing right now and the product that I am selling is my Become a Blogger Coaching Club. Now it's a membership site where I teach you how to build your blogging business. You can check it out at bloggercoaching.com. But I need to be very clear on who it is for. It is for not the person that is just all about, yo, I want to make this amount in this amount of time or anything of that sort. It's for the person that wants to provide value out there in the world by creating content to inspire others and as a result of that, that's gonna determine the type of content that I make. I need to know what that person's goals are. I need to know what they're gonna struggle with, how they're gonna struggle with the technology, the tech aspect of setting up a blog. And I need to be able to then say that my product provides that, they're gonna be uh, struggling with even coming up with an idea of what to blog about, or maybe um, once you come up with the idea, how do you set up the blog, how do you get people to that blog, how do you turn it into a business? These are the things that I have decided that my program is gonna solve. So I want you to start by thinking about the action, the thing that you want them to buy, who is it for, and what problem does it solve? All right. Then we're gonna move on to step two. Now we know what the action is, and and we're starting off just by focusing on one product. In this example, all right. I want you to I want you to keep it simple. Yeah, there are millions of things. Well, not millions of things, but there are a bunch of things that you can sell. I want you to start simple, focus on one, because we're gonna create a process for one. And then in the last step, we're going to just wash, rinse, and repeat. All right? We're going to do it over and over until we have multiple funnels. But I'm jumping ahead of myself. Let me pull myself back. I'm getting, I'm getting too excited. I'm going into too much stuff. Let's go with step number two. So number one, we focus on the action. We've asked what we want our audience to buy. So let's move on to number two, which is the awareness. Now what did I say awareness starts with it starts with content so what i need for you to do is create the right kind of content now we know who we're trying to reach we know what their goals are we know what they they will be struggling with maybe we even know what their fears are and concerns and all that stuff i should have mentioned that in the previous step I want you to think about what kind of content he or she is looking for. You want to think about the goals. You want to think about the struggles, and 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 make a list. This is what I did when I when I um, started this video series. I pulled out a, a Microsoft Word file, and not pulled it out. I opened up a Microsoft Word file, <laughs> and then I just started making a list of like I think about 50 or so different content ideas because I wanted to make sure that I'm covering the things that the person that I'm trying to attract is looking for. And then you're going to create that exact kind of content. Your content needs to be goal-directed. It needs to have the goal of reaching the right person that is looking for the exact product that you have to sell or that you will be promoting, all right? So whether it's articles, whether it's videos, whether it's a podcast that you're doing, I want you to create that content. Now here's the thing, and this is what I think a lot of people don't realize, and it's the beauty of what we do as bloggers. Every piece of content that you create is an opportunity to expose your audience or your growing audience, your new audience, to what you have to offer. Every piece of content is like a little marketer (laughs) that's out there in the world that's bringing awareness to what you have to offer, to the value that you provide. But here's the key. And this is where I think a lot of bloggers also struggle because maybe maybe they're thinking yes this I'm doing this as a business but I think a lot of content that I see out there doesn't take this into consideration each piece of content should offer significant value independent of the product or service and that's the key I see Too many people creating content out there that is all about buy my stuff. I want to show you how to do X, Y, Z. And in order to do X, Y, Z, hey, go ahead and purchase my product or service. No, 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 no. That's the low road. I want you to take the high road. Not that you can't create any of that content, but that can't be your main form of content. The key is that each piece of content should be able to function on its own and provide value that your audience is looking for. And in that process, I want you to do the best that you can to optimize each piece of content for the platform you are posting it on. So if you're posting uh, an article to WordPress, to your WordPress blog, I want you to optimize it and make sure it's easy for people to share it. I want you to optimize it and make sure you know you have the details in there so that it's optimized for search engines using the Yoast SEO plugin. I'm not going to go into all those details right now. Um, I've done a number of episodes on that in the past, but I want you to optimize your content for the platform. If it's on YouTube, make sure it's optimized for YouTube. If it's a podcast, make sure it's optimized for iTunes and the other podcast directories. And how do you do that? This is going to take you doing some studying. I want you to study. I want you to learn about the platform that you are focusing on so that you can know how to take full advantage of each piece of content. All right? Make sense? Of course it makes sense. Of course it makes sense. If you are optimizing each piece of content, each piece of content just, it becomes like a little marketer that's out there for you. And the more content you create, the more marketing it does. And that's a beautiful thing. Ooh, my voice is kind of low there. (laughs) Sometimes I remember, sometimes I feel like um, I wish my throat was kind of, messed up on a regular basis but not like in a negative way but so that i could have this bass voice whenever i talk i think it sounds very uh very attractive uh, <laughs> okay i'm just gonna move on things got a little awkward let's move on to step number three step number three create a free resource i know very simple uh you've heard this before But I really want you to do this. I've seen too many people that are telling their audience, hey, subscribe here for free updates. Because what you're telling them is, hey, subscribe here so that I could send you email. And what they're thinking is, man, more email? Who needs more email? Nobody needs any more email than they're getting right now. So what I want you to do is create, create a free resource. The question is, what can you create that will help him or her accomplish his or her goals or, a, or overcome a struggle. And I want you to focus on a specific goal or a specific struggle, and the key is that it must be, here's the key word, useful. It must be useful. I'll give you some examples. Um, For become a blogger, I'm targeting people that are bloggers or want to become a blogger. And in that process, they're going to be creating content. Content is going to be a huge part of what they do. So what I created was a blog content calendar spreadsheet. Now, that is something. You know, in the past, I used to just um, provide, like, Information, a free guide or something of that sort. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. That is useful. But if you have something like a content, if, if I create something like a content calendar spreadsheet and people are using this on a regular basis to plan out their content, they are always, whenever they use that, they are encountering my blog. My, my brand. They're, it's bringing awareness to what I do on a regular basis because whenever they open it up, whenever they open it up, they see that Become a Blogger logo and there's a link that they can click to come back to Become a Blogger. That is one example of something that I've, I've done recently. I also created a YouTube growth, tra- growth tracking spreadsheet because I'm growing my YouTube channel and I'm teaching people about how to grow your influence using YouTube. So I created this spreadsheet so that people can track their growth. That's another great way to expose people to my brand. Now, you don't need a spreadsheet. You can create a, a free guide on the top five tools that every uh, cook needs. For some reason, I always come back to a cooking example, and right now I'm kind of hungry, so I need to just leave that alone so that you know my mouth can stop watering <laughs> as I'm talking about this stuff. You know, for my biology class, I created a guide on how to pass your biology classes. That is something that the people that are going to that blog are struggling with, um, or at least a significant amount of them want to accomplish that. They want to, you no, know, all of them that are taking biology want to pass those classes. So I have a free guide. Now, so you want to create a free resource that is targeting the people that are trying to accomplish what you're trying to teach. It makes sense. All right? So you have that free resource. That is step number 3. Let's move on to step number 4. Step number 4, include a call to action in all of your content. Let's okay, let, let's let's be real. If you have a product or service to sell, and you are creating the kind of content that's going to attract the kind of person, which is what you should be doing, the kind of person that can benefit from that product or service, why in the world would you not let them know about what you have to offer? Like, why would you do that? Why would you hold it back? Is it because you're ashamed of what you're doing? Is it because you feel that, hey, you know what? I'm going to seem as if I'm pushing something because this is a fear that I've had. And it's a fear that I still deal with. I want you to get comfortable with promoting stuff. And in this case, I'm not necessarily directly talking about promoting the product or service, but you created a free resource that can be helpful to the person that is consuming your content. Don't hold that junk back. There's always a next logical step. And in this case, the next logical step is most likely to get access to that free resource. If I'm teaching people how to grow their YouTube channel and I have a spreadsheet to show you how to track your YouTube channel growth, why would I just not talk about it? Why would I not include that in every video where I'm talking about growing your YouTube channel? I don't want you to be shy about this. And this is something that I've had to learn. I want you to make it clear that you have that free resource available. And to get it, they have to subscribe to your email list. It's that simple. Now, in doing that, I want you to create uh, uh, an easy URL. So when I promote my, my blog content calendar spreadsheet, I can tell people go to bloggingspreadsheet.com. For my YouTube um, spreadsheet, I tell people go to becomeablogger.com ytspreadsheet. And then I also when I'm if I'm doing a video, I will show that URL on the on the screen. I will include that URL for them to click and and get easy access to that landing page where they can subscribe to my email list. So especially if you're doing it via video or audio, video or audio, you want to make sure you have an easy URL. Don't ever tell them to go to becomeablogger.com slash get hyphen a hyphen. Cool hyphen spreadsheet. No, that doesn't make sense. It's too much work. And they're going to have to try to remember that. Make it simple. So include a call to action in all of your content. If you are doing, if you are creating content the right way, in that it is targeting the people that you are trying to get through your funnel, give them the opportunity. Don't hold back on the value. Provide. I want you to believe it. You know, when I when I first started what I'm doing online um I used I, it was about freebie trading this is like let's just go back in time it was about freebie trading I don't have to go into all the details but those sites where you can get free stuff for completing offers and referring others that's what it was all about and that was not something that I was passionate about it wasn't something that I was particularly proud on uh, proud of not, not it's not that I was ashamed of it but it's not the type of thing where hey, I have this and I want to share it with you. It just wasn't that for me. But with what I'm doing today, because it's all about how to help you have an impact on the world, you create content to inspire others and change the world, it's kind of like, well, why in the world would I not share that with you? We had a potluck here on Saturday, on this last Saturday Um Uh, and and there was a guy there and we started talking and he started telling me about what he wanted to do. He is in college and all that stuff and he had an idea for something that he wants to do online and at that point I could not hold back. I, I just had to talk about this stuff and open his eyes to what the possibilities are. Listen, that's the kind of blog I want you to create. That's the kind of that I want you to have for what you are doing so that you don't have to be ashamed. You can be proud of what you promote and that you do it with the confidence that you are providing value. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna end that tangent, but it's just something that I'm so passionate about. So create that free resource and then include a call to action in all of your content. Now, what I've started doing recently um, is and it, it's it's amazing to me that I have not been doing this all along. When, when I create a video, I tell people about the spreadsheet that they can get access to, but then I also tell them about the coaching club. And since starting to do that, I literally just started doing that last week. Since started doing that, since I started doing that, now I have people actually signing up from the coaching club after watching the videos. It makes perfect sense. But I wasn't including the call to action. And as a result, people didn't know. I was doing them a disservice by not letting them know of a resource that could really help them to accomplish their goals. Don't do what I was doing. Don't leave that call to action out. Now, will there be content that you create that doesn't have a call to action? Absolutely. That's going to happen from time to time. But I don't want you to make this the norm. Give them the next logical step, your free resource. That's step number four. We got two more steps. Step number five, create a goal-directed autoresponder sequence. A goal-directed autoresponder sequence now what is the goal for them to take that action that we spoke about in the beginning the action of buying something the action of getting even more value by purchasing something now here's the key with this autoresponder sequence you want to make sure you're providing value yeah i'm saying it. i'm saying it again i'm saying it again the content that you email to them in this autoresponder sequence, and just in case you're not sure what an autoresponder sequence is, the series of emails that go out automatically after someone signs up to your list you want to provide value in a way that you're you're helping them accomplish specific goals, or you're helping them overcome specific struggles. Uh, you want to share resources that can be useful to them. You want to introduce yourself to them so that they can know who this person is, and wh- that that's sending them this valuable content and why they should listen to you. But you also want to make a pitch. Alright, now there are a bunch of different ways that you can do this. You can consider doing like a, a special time sensitive offer. This is what I'm actually trying to build out now. I'm working on a process for building out a time-sensitive offer for whenever someone signs out onto my email list. There's gonna be what they call an evergreen funnel. So when they sign up, they go through this funnel where on a on a certain day, I haven't fully decided on this yet. On a certain day, they're gonna get a special offer for a discounted maybe um, membership uh, for the first month or something along those lines. Uh, and I'm gonna be using a plugin called Thrive Ultimatum. So that's from Thrive Themes, the the company that I use for my WordPress theme um, and some of the plugins that I use. They have a plugin that's called Thrive Ultimatum. And if you go to becomeablogger.com slash Thrive Themes and you look around the site, you're going to see that they have plugins. Um, and one of the plugins is called Thrive Ultimatum that will allow you to create a time-sensitive offer based on when that individual signs up. And I think that's really cool. I'm going to be experimenting with that and sharing my results with you guys as I figure that out. But the the key thing is you want to let them know about this product or service that you have. As you're providing them with value, you want to make sure to also provide them with that information. Now, you don't want to wait too long uh, to to make this pitch, and and actually, there are multiple ways that you can do this. When someone just signs up to your email list, is when they are more, they're they're most like paying attention to your content, generally speaking. You're going to have higher open rates on your earlier emails than you're going to have on your later emails. And if you look at a graph, you'll see it just kind of go down over time until it equalizes at a certain level. So one of, the, one of the, um, um, uh, the, the ideas that people use is I want to let them know about this product or this service early on in this sequence. And there is merit to that. Um, that's a completely valid way of doing it. And this is actually the way that I plan on doing it because I, you know what, what I have to offer is relatively low priced um, and provides a lot of value. And I want to get people into it as soon as possible. And by giving them an offer right at the beginning or relatively soon, uh, I think I'm gonna increase the chances that they're actually gonna sign up. So that's one way of doing it. Now another way of doing it is you might have you know, a, a sequence that goes on for a while where you're just providing value and then at a certain point when you feel like you've gained their trust, you can provide them with um, information on how they can buy your product and service. Um, this is going to be especially useful if you have a really high-priced product and you have to take people through a series of information, um, a series of content to 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 educate them on the value of that. Um, but you you can basically experiment and try out different ways of pitching it to your audience via email. And I and and the 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 key thing is. Don't just provide content. It must be goal-directed. And if it's goal-directed, you're going to get a certain percentage of people that are going to sign up and purchase that product, and that's exactly what you want. Now, this is your funnel because you're going to have a lot of people that uh, are a larger number of people that are becoming aware of your brand because of the content that you're putting out there you're going to get a smaller number of people that are actually making the decision to sign up to your email list and going through that process and then an even smaller number of people that are going to be uh, deciding to purchase your product and and that's the funnel now here's the key step number six once you've created that initial funnel for that one product or that one service i want you to wash rinse and repeat I want you to build another funnel once one funnel is done I want you to build another funnel and this might be for another product that is kind of at the same level as that um, individual product or it could be a, a product that's kinda at a next level so it can be like a higher price product the next level in the funnel and if that's the case that kind of mini funnel starts with the previous product that they purchase, or the previous, um, the 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 information that you gave them about the next funnel, uh, the previous funnel. It can just kind of continue in the sequence where now they can be exposed to something else that you offer. So, for example, for me, my funnel looks like this: I have my my coaching club, and that's a low priced uh, product. Um, and that's for anyone that wants to start and grow their blog, but then I also have my one-on-one coaching, and that is significantly more expensive, and it's for significantly fewer people, just a handful of people that I work with. All right. So I have a lower price product where I get more people in and then I have a higher product price product where it's significantly less. And I'm going to be working on one in between. So there's going to be a low price product, a mid um, mid price product and a high price uh, product so that it kind of completes that funnel, and I build those funnels out individually. They all work together and complement each other. Um, But another way that I could have gone about it is, yeah, I could have a course on blogging, and then I could have a course on uh, video creation. I could have a course on podcasting. And then I can create individual funnels to those individual courses, and they could be at similar price points. I mean, there's so many options. The key is, once you create out one funnel and you find a system that works for you, now you can create the next. And that's it. That's how you create your blog sales funnel. So number one, you want to start with the action. What do you want people to buy What do you want your audience to buy, whether it's your product or someone else's? Um, The awareness, creating the right kind of content to attract that person. Number three, create a free resource. Number four, include a call to action in all your content. Number five, uh, create a goal-directed autoresponder sequence. And number six, rinse, no, wash (laughs) Rinse and repeat. That's something my mom used to always say. Um, no, she used to say, "Wash, rinse, turn down, <laughs> turn it down." Basically. Oh man, memories. Anyhow, I hope you got value from that. No, I know you got value from that. Now it's time to take action. Go and create your sales funnel, or if you have a sales funnel already, come and let me know about it. This is becomeablogger.com/episode. No, slash three one zero because this is episode three hundred and ten. So if you missed anything, the show notes will all be there. Don't worry. You don't have to write it down while you're driving or anything, but you know that. I got it all for you. So check it out. Hey, I want to point out two more things for you, and you should probably know what this is about. (laughs) If you're in the process of starting or growing a blog, the content is going to be a huge part of that process. And you know what they say? If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So I created my blog content calendar spreadsheet to help you just do just that, plan out your content so that you can have an impact that you are trying to have. Bloggingspreadsheet.com, that's bloggingspreadsheet.com. And lastly, if you're looking for support in building your blogging business, maybe you have questions about the tech, or even you want to ha- get someone to help you strategically plan the growth of your blog, join the Become a Blogger Coaching Club. It's the best way to avoid having to figure everything out on your own. That's bloggercoaching.com, bloggercoaching.com. This is Leslie Simon here from becomeablogger.com. Where we're changing the world one blog at a time and until next time take care and God bless eight 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 three five two four one four